0: So, without further
1: ado, let's get to it. Hello, 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 hello. One, the only Miss Heather Harbottle. Welcome to the hello. show. And for Hi. those of you that don't know Heather, she's a business and marketing strategist, skilled in business planning, sales, and most importantly, automation, which every single one of us truly, truly need. Uh, my favorite part of this introduction is she is a self described dork who loves to dance around the house with headphones, Uh, but uh, she has an amazing heart. She loves giving back, spending time in the community, and making TikTok videos, having all kinds of fun with her kids, and more importantly, getting to work from anywhere. Heather, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Hi. How are you?
0: We are doing great, Heather. We are excited. I mean, obviously we've been working with you and we, we know you very well, but for the audience that don't know who you are, why don't you give a quick little backstory?
2: Oh man. Um, at this age, it's, it's no longer a little backstory. It kind of is like, okay, so which point are we starting at? So, um, worked in the regular business realm like most of us do we're taught like listen go to college so i got a bachelor's degree a master's degree i was working absolutely miserable um and yeah happened across funnel hacking live 2019 by accident because i was there for something else um, and saw the energy and went back to my hotel room and googled it and was introduced to russell brunson and then all hell broke loose from there (laughs) And then I basically, yeah, two months later, I was like, I just, I was miserable. I was like watching videos of Russell while I'm trying to like pretend to care about working. And yeah, I, um, I've been going ever since. And from somebody that really did not really use social media a lot, like I wasn't doing anything on social. I didn't know how to use software as a service stuff. Like I knew how to sell it because we had developers. I knew what it did, but I wasn't really. So yeah. in the last, uh, whoo been what almost a little bit over a year and a half now I've learned everything and now my brain is just full of all this stuff and it just keeps going it's so much fun I love it
1: (laughs) awesome so cool so Heather I know yeah we were just like you we were working jobs we were struggling uh and had to get out had to go do something different and always knew always realized that a boss was not the way to go uh and so walk us through that first month walk us through maybe the first six months like obviously there's trials and opportunities and challenges and wins and losses and you know what walk us through that first little bit as you got going on your own
2: um well it it definitely had its ups and downs because uh originally um, I love it because every time she's going to hear these things, she's gonna be like, "Damn it, Heather, stop saying that." <laughs> um, originally, <laughs> my best friend was supposed to take the dive with me, and she's a little bit more like she had um, a business that you know she ran before, so she was like more familiar with like some of the stuff. I'd never done it before, and we were all excited. We were hyped. We were like planning. You know, I was going through the OFA challenge. We did everything. We bought the LLC. I left my job, still learning everything. And little by little, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to leave at this point. I'm going to leave at this point. And then she took another job, um, which she's doing great at. You know, listen, I teach his own. She's still doing now more stuff on the side. But I was freaking the hell out. Like, I was like, first of all, I hated video content. I hated getting in front of the camera. I was always hiding. Um, and I got uh, my original first coach, and she kept trying to get me to, like, do stuff. And every time, like, after, I was like, I couldn't do anything. I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I had no clue. I was waiting for it to be perfect. I went through OFA, still couldn't figure out what I wanted to launch. I knew the whole concept. Like, I could speak, I could speak funnel fluidly. (laughs) But it was still like, what do I do? Um, And I waited. And it kept, you know, at first it was like exciting because I still had money saved up and I could do that. And then as the money drains, you start to freak the hell out because you're like, okay, now this is serious. Like, there's nothing coming in and I don't know what to do. My family. They're not familiar with this world. So I really didn't have anybody in my family to reach out to. And I still wasn't really connecting with people until, um, yeah, until Tony got me uh, in with you. <laughs> Tony kept reaching out. Like Tony and I just kept connecting because I met Tony Caggiano. Okay. So back that up a second. I ended up going to Funnel Hacking Live 2020. So I tried to do a lot of it on my own. ended up at Funnel Hacking Live 2020, went by myself. You know networked and did all that stuff but met Tony Caggiano while we were waiting in line one day and that's how I started to connect with people was honestly because of that like if I didn't go to that I would still be all by myself like in a corner like in a ball like trying to figure it out but yeah then Tony got me um he was like Heather you have to join this master he's like you have to get in it he's like you you got to and then met you guys and a bunch of other amazing people which have been in here (laughs) well and um ever since then it's just been one person after another and now i swear my virtual friends outnumber my in-person friends like exponentially
0: yeah it's crazy how much you get to know someone just from zoom like we've never met but like we talk weekly we're you know we're always doing stuff online with you so it feels like we've known each other for a while for people that don't get into this type of world, what would you suggest they do? If
2: they don't get into this, yeah, type of if world. they
0: haven't started to get into this world, but they're interested in getting in, what would you suggest them to actually start to network into?
2: Um, well, Facebook groups are always helpful because then you can really like find your interest. So, what do you what do you have fun with? Like, what interests you? find Facebook groups with people that also have that interest and just start making those connections. And then when you start chatting with people, because you're, you're eventually going to find somebody you're like, man, you're cool. Like, can I hit you up? Like, and you just start chatting. And then next thing, you know, you're going to start chatting about something else. Like it just grows. Cause you don't know what you don't know. And that's where the connection process really helps. And with, with the online industry. So sales in real life, is very cutthroat like i've worked in plenty of places where it's kind of like no it's mine 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 and all this stuff sales online completely different like everyone's like how can i help you like what can we do like there's plenty for everybody so reach out ask questions um become a sponge find things that you like to learn and just keep going you know digging deeper into that and once you have those facebook groups and you start seeing people post like you're going to get intrigued. You're going to start. Click, okay. You're going to start clicking on the freebies, set up a different email address specifically for those freebies before you even get started. Like legit go to Gmail, make up something, do that first and then go do it. because you're going to click on it and it's fun and do it. Like, don't be scared of the process. Like everyone's like, I don't want to get the freebie because then they're going to try to sell me or I'm going to go through this funnel. And they're like, yeah, like that's, be sold to like be walked through it. Cause that's, you're never going to sell anything online if you're scared of the process. And I, I like it. It's an interesting, I like watching how people work. I'm intrigued by it. So I'm always like, yeah, let's get a call. <laughs>
1: right,
2: right. Let me your brain. Like, how do you, how do you talk? How do you function? And then, you know, everyone just adds value and it's, once you start going, it it becomes very second nature, very comfortable.
1: Yeah. It's, that's pretty actually uh, an amazing point there because you know Russell does talk a lot about it like just go through my funnel slowly mm-hmm. so you can learn what I'm doing not just see what and buy what I'm selling but learn the process and what's done and and every single funnel I look at I not every single every single funnel I like that I yeah. look at I I screen record the entire thing and I'm like I might need to build that later so I'm going to have an access to it and uh you know every then I, if if we do buy something then it's definitely uh, on the, on the OTO page, I'm like, okay, I screen record that. Am I hitting yes on the OTO page? Not that I need the thing. I, I just, I want to see the next page. <laughs> right. But I can't see the next page if I don't buy it. So uh, definitely trust the process, enjoy the process. And, and honestly, like for any of us that want to sell stuff online, we have to, we truly have to get comfortable with it on both sides. Like you're hundred percent, it's hundred percent right there. So you went through a year basically of, discovering Russell Funnel Hacking Live, going through an OFA um, and then 2020 is when you made it and really started to blossom and find those connections. But, uh, you know, what, what would you suggest? I mean, just kind of going off of what Ron asked, like, what would you suggest for those people in that same boat as you? They have their job, they just left their job, they're going through an OFA or they're going through something to just start out, like other than getting a bunch of freebies. Like where where should they go? Uh specific, you know, to whatever niche they're in. Like what, what's your recommendation to really just get that information that they need so they can move forward and not be stuck?
2: Well, okay, so there's a couple of things. First of all, if you have another job, you should be investing in yourself and finding somebody that can help you speed it up. Like I've been investing in myself with no job and coming up with the money um so that way I could do it. If you have income coming in, and you, you're just like going out and spending it and doing whatever it is, and you're not using it. Like, find a coach that's doing what you want to do and pay them. Like, just imagine the layers that you get to skip when you do that. Now, if you can't do that, if the money's not there like that, um, affiliate affiliate programs are fantastic um, because first off, if it's done right, if you have it set up the right way, and there's different things that you should, they should all have, but all the good ones. So if you are behind a product that you use. Being able to sell somebody else's product instead of your own is is fabulous. It's like being a freelance salesperson, right? Like you work when you want. You sell their stuff. It's already made. You don't have to do anything about it. Most of them have really good onboarding coaching. They're walking you through it and they're teaching you how to do it for free because they want you to sell their stuff. They're like, this is my product. Here's a good way to sell it. Here's some, you know, things that you can post on social. They bring in people that have had success with it so they can showcase it. Um, So finding a really good affiliate product. OFA, even if you don't want to build a funnel, learn about what the process is. Like, the one funnel away challenge and I've done it a few times because I like to redo it and kind of see like, what did you miss? It's like when you watch a movie and you watch it again, like you're like, Oh man, I missed that part. Um, It's not the easiest thing to get through. Like it's, it's really, it's a lot, but the knowledge that you gain from it of the process of funnel hacking, how to figure out what you want to do, how to outsource. Like a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I'm like, Oh, do you go on Fiverr freelancer? Like, what is that? I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's this amazing place where people live that will do stuff that you don't know how to do or want to do. Um, so learning that for a hundred dollars, oh my God, like just do it. And even if you fall behind, just go back and catch up and watch the videos. You get access to a training area where you can watch it whenever you want. I had my kids watching it with me and they're like, mom, turn off Russell. Like, they're like, we can't do it. and it'll be like nighttime and I'm watching a video with Russell. They're like, no, you got to put video down. No more Russell. Um, and then, yeah, you'll go from there. Because what happens is it's funny the way that things pop up when you start going. Because then you're going to be like now things that you didn't see before start to arrive when you're on the journey. So when you start doing OFA, right? So let's say you pick that path. You spend 100 $100. People are talking about what they're doing. You're learning something. You're like, oh, man, that's cool. And then you're like, you learn that, right? So then you might even learn during OFA of a good funnel that you want to build. And then now you're like, that interests me. Maybe you're into design. And you're like, all right, well, I want to build out a funnel for Pinterest people that do have templates for Pinterest or whatever it is. Or maybe you're just on Pinterest all the time. You're like, I can make money selling stuff that I'm doing already? Like you're doing it anyways, (laughs) you might as well create something behind it. Um, But that's – if you're going to start anywhere, start there. $100. Like, you can't beat it. And then, sorry about the rabbit hole you're going to go on after that because Russell is amazing at what he does. You are going to get very super excited and think you can take over the world. So – and you can. You just got to go.
0: Well, I think you said something that was key that I think – is kind of how we're together anyway, is this community. Mm-hmm. So you're in the OFA, you're in his community, you're in the click funnels and you're a funnel hacker. And then you start understanding that there's other people that are doing similar things that are teaching you. And it's something that, you know, we learned at uh funnel hacking live is there were so many people there, but they were all competing against themselves and not each other. So they were willing to give all this information to help people get to where they were because even if you're in the same niche, there's more than enough people oh, yeah. to go around. Right. And the community piece of it is just as important of actually starting and learning something because you're surrounding yourself with the right people to help you get where you want to go.
2: Definitely. And the thing is too, and, and I've even had people that i worked with where it's like they even decided to not use ClickFunnels, which is fun. There's so many platforms out there. Right. It's the community. It's the mindset. It's the, it's the way of making the thing, right? It's like seeing the big picture of it. That's what funnel hacking is. Like, yes, he owns ClickFunnels and that's a great platform. However, if you're just going into it being like, I don't want to pay and you know, I don't want to do ClickFunnels. Fun- you don't have to use ClickFunnels, but learn the stuff and then use what you want to use. I'm like, there's so many, and then the thing is, you don't even know what's out there until you get in the community, and then you're like, oh my god! Like, to me, it's like Christmas half the time. Like, as you can see, I got stuff back there already. Um, we're moving in <laughs> December. We're celebrating early. Don't mind the tree. Um,
0: so- <laughs> I was gonna ask.
2: <laughs> <laughs> put it up. I was like, listen, because we're moving out. It's December twentieth that we're moving out. Gotcha. So oh. I was like, we're starting early, so this is our. It's a Christmaka Bush. So. Uh, it's, it's a no, but you start to see things and yeah, like it's just nuts. And if you are working and you should be reading books, right? Like as well. So it shouldn't just be like the stuff like read books that are like I have right now on my desk. What is it? Um, Influence the psychology of persuasion. I have that and I'm going through that now. Like you should be spending time reading books asking people what books they're reading what's helped them and every it's just yeah things i didn't do growing up and i'm so pissed like i I get so mad sometimes about that
1: definitely didn't do enough of that 100 and you know the whole school system doesn't teach that right it doesn't teach self-development it teaches you history and math and all the stuff that's good for uh, you know, overall stuff, but it doesn't teach you what you need to know in entrepreneurship. It doesn't teach you what you need to know for your taxes. It doesn't teach you what you need to know for real life in so many different ways, but I love your, what you do in regards to automation. And I know you've helped us uh, with a few of our pieces of, of stuff that that goes on. Why Frank you what? With Frank 2000. <laughs> Frank 2000 yeah. Yes. Yes. Mr. Bot, Frank Two Thousand, um, but but walk us through like how did you end up falling in love with the the automation aspect, and uh, you know just what took you down that path, and and what do you really do? Teach us teach us about automation right now.
2: Um, so i will start with what got me down that path. That's the introvert side of my the of, of me because I'm an I'm an extroverted introvert. Like by the end of the night, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I just I don't want to. I don't pick up my cell phone. I'm like leave me the hell alone um so for me automation is a time where i get to like just sit down and i get to like live in this world of stuff like on my computer and it's not like i have to be out i don't have to be on the phone i don't have to be doing anything and then plus i've always been so and i always put this back to like even when i was in the army i would always go up to them and be like listen you've been doing like can we streamline this like we can do this and this. they're like no this is the way we've always done it and i'm like i'm not that type of girl so after four years i was like i gotta go because you guys are slowing me down. Like I always feel like everything is so slow. And I'm a firm believer in seeing how the process is working and then seeing what you can add in because things are changing very rapidly. Um, Being a millennial and having used a typewriter originally when I was younger to write, you know, papers, um, you know, like technology has changed and it's just so beautiful when you get to go through the process, like for me, it's, it's beauty. Like it's my art. Um, for people like they're painting, it's like this gorgeous thing. So automation, first of all, what are you doing over and over again that you shouldn't be doing over and over again? Right? Like if you are going through certain tasks on a continuous basis, so audit yourself, right? So when you're doing your work, spend a week just auditing what you're doing that day. Like, get up what are you doing what are you constantly doing over and over again and then what tools or what things can you implement in there that'll take some of it away right so one of my clients who's absolutely amazing and just like well, actually have a few amazing clients but one of them (laughs) he was um using trello um for his internal work right and he was basically putting projects in there but everything was kind of falling a little bit behind like he's an agency owner so you have multiple projects you have things that you're doing and it was just piling up and it was just never really organized Spent a majority of time in it trying to figure out what you ought to do so we automated some of that so started automating and cleaning up and adding due dates and automating the fact that when one card would hit this date it would move and there's different things you can add on in there that you, you basically give it rules. You say, when this happens, it does this. Um, another thing he did was then onboard his clients in Trello. So then he made a Trello board for his clients, and instead of his clients texting him all the time asking for updates, now when he closes out a card on his thing that he's working on, it updates in their thing, and they actually sends him an email automatically without having to do it, updating them on the process. That's one way. Zapier integrations, oh, my God. So, (laughs) but you can, whatever you want to do, like when you're mapping your customer journey, what can you do to, um, to keep you out of it? It's like, even if you have to spend the money, right? So let's say you're like, listen, I don't want to learn Zapier. I don't want to learn Trello. I don't want to learn all these things. Pay somebody to do it for you to set it all up originally and that's the one time you pay it instead of hiring an employee that you're paying over and over and over again. And then the great thing is that starts like that's continues when, whenever you're not there. So there's certain people that, um, you know, like one, one of my other clients, um, somebody purchases and it immediately sends them to a text messaging. So like it onboards them via text message instead of him having to walk them through it. So it's just, there's so many out there. So don't go crazy with like trying to add 50 million things. And I want to start with one layer. Like what, what are you comfortable with? What layer can you add in? Even if it's just email automation, right? Um, For me, I also have some simple stuff where if I'm constantly writing, you know, something like I have some people I work with in Slack. And if I'm onboarding somebody in Slack, it's not like I can have a canned response in there, right? So I just have I have somewhere else where I type out that same copy and paste it. Like just the little things that you're doing over and over again, like stop doing that. If you do it more than once on a continued, like just create something to do it. Like whatever it is, like just do that.
0: (laughs) No, I I love. So a couple of things I want to touch on because you said how quick technology is changing. And uh, my cousin got one of those foldable, like screen phones. Have oh, you seen those? I have. So I, I was like, wow, I don't think I'd ever use the phone. Cause I just kept opening it and, <laughs> it and opening and shutting it. And I was like, it's a screen that folds. That's yeah. the craziest thing. How does that even work? And so I was just playing with that, but going back to the automation piece and you help some clients automate some things. Yeah. How did you get them comfortable enough to let go of that process because as owners of stuff yeah that's probably the hardest part the mindset to say "Mm, i'm going to trust this to automation and not have to put my foot in there right how'd you help them with that
2: Uh, well first of all just conversation you know when you start to map it out um when they start to learn you can kind of tell because a lot to do with automation people when you start like going through what they're doing. Cause I dive into their business. I'm like, okay, let's first get to know your business. Like, how are you running it? And then I make tweaks and adjustments. So we start little by little, once again, instead of like going like balls to the wall and you're like, we're doing it all going at it. You add in piece by piece and you have to test it and tweak it. Like how many times have you accidentally sent like the wrong email or the wrong, whatever, like people. And that's the thing too, like people understand like, even during COVID, we're all at home. People have people running behind them on Zoom. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's life. You're going to have mistakes. And unless you're willing to take the chance, you're never going to get it right in the long run, which is going to help you grow. So you, you, it's better to start while you're growing and implement while you're growing instead of then being later on down the road where now it's like, oh, my God, I have way too much going on. Now I have to implement everything like slowly add in pieces as you need it. If you're, if you're getting emails right Add in the automation aspect, don't just think of the first email plot out like the journey for like the next, you know, month or two, like what's the initial series. Okay, great. Do they fall into your regular broadcast emails? Great. Are they tagged already when they come in? So when you're running something, those people that clicked on that freebie are automatically tagged. You're not thinking about it. You're not wondering if you're targeting the right people do that in the step. Same thing with chatbots. Like in many chat, like when you're going through it, just walk the journey. It's like, it's like you're taking somebody like how, how Russell says you're taking, it's like when you're building a funnel and it's like, you're taking somebody by the hand and you're walking. It's the same thing. It's just envisioning that you, you've stepped out of it and then just letting them know that things are going to happen. You're going to mess up and it is what it is. And, Shoot, Facebook can go down, you know? Many chat can go down. How many times did Zoom, like, freaking lock up? It's technology. Like, just go with it. It's fine. It'll be okay. If anything you send, you get to send another another broadcast that says, oops, my bad. And everyone's like, haha, yeah, we did. You get more replies. It's great. I think sometimes people make mistakes just to send the email, saying they made a mistake so more people reply because they sent the mistake email. It's just, yep. it is what it is.
1: Well, I think from a copy perspective, I don't believe every mistake that happens. Oops, I did right. the, you know, I I know. know, you're just saying it. <laughs> no, you uh, did <laughs> um, All right, I, I want to shift gears a little bit because I want to uh, get into everything that's going on now. But before we can get what's going on now for you, we got to see what's in the past. And so hindsight 2020, we all know that uh, if we had the perfect hindsight you know, we could go a lot further in life. So if you had the ability to go back in time and actually give a, a younger Heather a little bit of advice um, with the knowledge that you have now, what advice would you have given yourself and when would you go back?
2: Yes, yeah, so I was about to say, oh, shit, how much younger? So if we're going, wait, no, I'm kidding. Um,
1: <laughs> Some people go back to yesterday. Right. Some people go back 30 years. It's really up to you. Um, it's you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so if I could go back to my ideal time would be when probably I would say elementary or middle school, right? And I would just be like, listen, you're going to start liking boys. Don't worry about them. Like, focus on you. Don't hang, like, just do school. Like, focus on school, read some stuff, learn some stuff, and stop going in the AOL chat rooms just for fun and actually learn how to do
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> listen, I'm old school. We had dial-up, all right? Um yeah. right? And then, like, like, get off the line, I gotta get on. Um, but I was really for being so introvert, I always wanted to, I was never comfortable just chilling on my own. And now I love it. Like I I prefer my company by myself or with my kids over like people be like gonna go do something. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to. Um but I would be like, just chill, learn something like read, learn a skill. And then I would be like, definitely don't go to college cause you're not going to use that. Shit. Yeah. Um, so it would just be do that. Um, if I could go back when I started this journey and I had plenty of money put aside, I would say, bitch, stop being so cheap and actually hire a really good coach and just go. And stop trying to figure it out on your own. Because I did OFA. I had, you know, you have your starter coaches that you start with. And you're like, oh, I'm comfortable paying this much. But that's about it. And that's fine if that's where you are. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I am not. I'm just saying if I could go back knowing what I know now. But then I probably wouldn't have known the right coaches to go to at that point anyways. So no matter what, we end up where we are by the experiences that we have. Um, but I am definitely teaching my children now. Like they're already doing Florida virtual school. They're probably both going to test out and just do the GED at 16. They're already both bored out of their mind. Like they're like, this is my, my daughter. Oh my God. Wrote her. (laughs) She is 11. She wrote her teacher an email basically. And she writes really good emails. Like, mind you, I think better than most people that I know wrote her teacher an email explaining that she felt reading something and then having to rewrite what she just read was a complete waste of her time. And that she doesn't think she would have to do that because she's like, it's just not, it doesn't make any sense. I basically just read the thing and you're telling me to rewrite what I just read. She's like, it's right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something I did in school. I I love math. Like I, I love math and I remember, gosh, I don't remember what, what it was, algebra, calculus, something where you had, oh, it it had to be calc, um, where you had to prove a shape was there. And, and I said, okay, I have a question. If I prove a building isn't there with your math, does it disappear? And he goes, no, that's not how it works. I go, then I don't want to take this class anymore. (laughs) I'm never going to use, I'm never going to use that. Like. I'm never going to use that. Right. All right. So we kind of hit past Mm -hmm. what you would do differently or, you know, the advice you'd give. What are you up to now?
2: Oh, man. Craziness of sorts. Um, so still doing. So I do coaching where people do their own stuff and I do some done for you services as well. So it kind of just varies. Everyone's at like different levels. Um, and then I am making a podcast (laughs) I am
0: doing. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great one.
2: Oh my God. And the crazy part is, and like I already know because you're helping, you're doing like, you guys are doing the editing and doing all that stuff. So, Ron, when you start listening to some of this stuff, you're going to crack up. Because I legit talk to you in it. When I, when I like, I'm like, Ron, because I was doing like the intros and the outro. I was like, this is not fun coming up with this or the trailer it was. I was like, man, this isn't good. I'm like, damn it, Ron. I'm like, stop laughing at me. And I'm like talking to you in it. And then the same thing with, um, so I've done a few interviews. So the launch is coming up. So I've done the starter interviews. The first one, it was like actually a little bit, I'm used to being on this side of it. So like being the one like asking the questions and like hosting, it's like a different feel. Like I don't even invite people over for dinner. I don't like to host. I'd rather go somewhere and make you do it. Um, so it's, it's a little bit different, but I had to keep telling myself, listen, I'll, you know, just hang out with some friends, have a good time and talk. Um, so first one, like it went well. Once again, I talked to you, like, and, like whatever. I'm like, this is it, like Ron. So yeah, everybody knows that you're listening when we're recording because I'm like, damn it.
1: <laughs> so funny. It's gonna be funny when when I hear you talking to Ron when I'm editing. Oh, <laughs> oh, so I was
0: just about to say that. I was like, I wonder if we tell her or we just let it go.
2: I just, I just always for some reason curse at Ron. So Corey, you're safe. Yeah, I just, perfect. He's just the one that like, you're the one I run to like, when, when I'm like, Hey, can I, and like Ron is like, damn it, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't know nice. why. that's just the relationship we have. Um, nice. yeah. So that's going on. Um, and then, yeah, just moving forward, investing in my next coach for myself so I can get even better, which then helps my clients get better and just Freaking full on, like going and then getting ready to move. We are going to, uh, yeah, be homeless for a while. It's great.
1: Uh, homeless on purpose. So, where's your yeah. first destination?
2: We don't know yet. So, there's a couple of places we're coordinating. So, our official move out date is December 20th. I thought it was a little bit later. I finally checked my lease, which I'm good. At, I'm glad I did because I was like thinking it was like the 26th, 27th. Um, so it's december 20th um so probably we're gonna do family stuff first so we're probably gonna do miami um i have family in chicago st louis texas um and then i have a client of mine that was like hey i have a cabin in virginia if you want to go stay there for a while i'm like oh cool um and then just wherever it's gonna be based on driving and airbnb so like do we want to fly or do we want to drive what are the current airbnb rates in those areas plus it's going to be winter and i'm a florida girl which pisses me off the most i'm like of course at the time i'm doing this it's going to be snowing like in a ton of places and i don't want to go like all the way to west i don't know how far i want to go so it's it depends but then the funny part is while before this my daughter was like talking to me about something and then we're googling apparently like i now i want to move to vietnam
1: (laughs) vietnam really
2: oh my god like the pricing there is fantastic um the crime rate is very low um it's apparently it's a very welcoming and like you still like of course like in the us we don't really open ourselves up to a lot so in my mind when people say vietnam i just still picture vietnam like what we were taught no like it's absolutely gorgeous there
1: that i mean with the kids being online like yeah what a better time to do all this and yeah. yeah so if you ever make your way to colorado i'm sure I'm sure we would be we be able to hang out with you for a while. So anyway, Ron, welcome
0: back. You left us for. I more. am so shocked. Like, <laughs> you guys are still alive right now. Like my computer went to the Apple screen of unhappiness, um, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And so I'm shocked you guys are still here. So that's
1: awesome. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, we survived. Not, we did. So. It. All right, so Vietnam—that's going to be a, a really cool story uh, as you share, as we all listen to your podcast and hear the journey of when you move. Right, that's challenging yeah. yourself, but you're going to be with the kids and going to all these different places on purpose, working from wherever you end up. There will mm-hmm. be going to school from wherever you end up. Like, it's just going to be such a, oh. a unique and a fun story, and um, you know, definitely, definitely pretty a pretty cool thing. So. Um, all right. Uh, I have one final question for you. Yes. And that is what is your favorite automation that everyone should go do and get right now?
2: Oh God, you're making me pick one. Just Just one. Right now. Okay. So of course, majority of people that are on here are Facebook people, Right. So right now, if you're going to choose one thing to add into our portfolio, chat bots, messenger bots, just do it. Um, It's going to save you so much time. So like you can run your freebie to the bot and then get them in there and then you can continue to communicate and sell and just update them like, hey, I'm going live. And then they get the notification. Like it's going to save you so much time so much time. And then of course you can get their email, which takes them to your email automation tool, which you should do because yeah, get their email um, and then do different automation in there. (laughs) But if you're going to add on one thing right now, I would say add in chatbots and use that as an actual tool to foster the relationship with people, not just ones that you're trying to, to close and stuff like that. But like, people that are actually showing up consistently to see what you're doing. Like it's a great way to stay in contact. And yeah. So you let them know when new podcasts drop, you let them know, you send them the link. It's just, you can set it and forget it. Like you can plan like a month worth of stuff out and just be like, okay, my tool going to do this. And it's, it's so pretty.
0: <laughs> no, I cannot, uh, <laughs> cannot wait to see all the people that hop on to do that. Cause I know how much has changed us. Ours is named uh, Frank 2000, so he's a <laughs> member of the family. All right, Heather, where can uh, where can everyone kind of connect with you? So if they want anything dealing with automation and your help, where can they find you?
2: Um, Facebook, for one. So Heather Hargrove. Um, I'm basically at the Heather Hargrove on all stuff. Um, I love TikTok, so if you want to have fun with me on there, do that. And then um, I give out information stuff like that um in my facebook group so if you go to digital warrior it'll take you right to it or just look for digital warrior hq and yeah or if you forget just you know reach out to ron and Corey and be like hey there was this girl that you had on there one time with a christmas tree in the back
1: i, I think we might be able to, to send people your way for sure yeah. and uh <laughs> and find and find the person that has the christmas tree Right. First part of November.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it though. Oh, all right, Heather,
1: thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a blast, and I can't wait to see your new show and to listen to your new show and to uh, and to hear about all the journey that happens over the the coming months. So again, thanks for so much for joining us today. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> all right, Ron, uh, another great interview in the books. Almost had some computer issues, but we we made it through. You made Almost. it. Through. Uh so couple of takeaways. What do we got today? I'm gonna give uh,
0: one for computers. Don't try to plug it in when you're live, it will disconnect everything. <laughs> so that's that's what happened. That's that's number okay. one. Point number ahead. two, yeah. don't be scared of the process, right? So she was talking about the process and understanding. You're probably going to get sold on something, but that's how you're going to get good at what you're trying to do. So don't get scared by the process um, and then automate sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah. And I've got one more for you that I personally loved, and that is invest in yourself. And she made the comment of invest in yourself for those people that actually have a, a job. Uh, and right, so often, I, I even when we had jobs, I, I never invested right? It was the investment. Like I started really thinking about investing in in myself after I didn't have a job, but uh, gosh, if only, if only we would have had a job and went and invested in ourselves at that point and to get the right coaches and the right development that you need. So you can just jump and go, you know, launch uh, super, super strong at that point.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, We are excited that uh, you joined us again today. And we uh, are thankful that you are a part of our community. And, Corey, where can they find us on Facebook?
1: Well, definitely, for those of you that are are not in our group, just head on over to Facebook groups. So facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash now 22. But you can always find uh, Mr. Ron Jr. uh, as well as Corey E22. Anywhere you find, uh, we'll be there waiting for you.
0: All right, guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.